Hi, I'm Andy, and this is Sending Starlight, where I speak of stories. Hello, everyone. Today's story is a folktale from Japan called The Bamboo Cutter and the Moon Child. Stories of old couples being granted the child through divine wisdom is a common motif in many folktales, including this one. This story is about an old bamboo cutter and his wife who wished for a child of their own and got granted one from heaven. The baby then grew into a beautiful daughter, so beautiful that she was called the moon child. But what would happen once she is old enough to marry and her parents want to see their grandchild? Is it time for the moon child to return to the heavens? Or will she find a husband and stay on earth? How did she come to be called the Moon Child? Well, we'll find out more after this, so keep your ears open. Long, long ago, there lived an old bamboo woodcutter. He was very poor and also sad. For the heavens have not sent him a child to cheer him up in his old age. And in his heart, there was no hope of rest from work until the day he would die and be laid to rest. Every morning, he would go into the woods and hills, deep into the groves of green bamboos. When he had made his choice, he would cut down the so-called feathers of the forest split the wood apart, and carry the bamboo wood to be made into various household items. For years, the bamboo cutter and his wife made their livelihood from selling these bamboo furnitures, just enough to get by in their simple life. One morning as usual, the bamboo woodcutter had gone out to his work. He found a nice clump of bamboos and was about to cut them down to be brought home. But suddenly, the green grove of bamboos was flooded with a bright soft light, as if the full moon had risen over the spot. Looking around in astonishment, he saw that the brilliance was streaming from one bamboo, and the old man, filled with wonder, dropped his axe and went towards the light. As he walked closer into the light, he saw that this soft beam came from a hollow in the green bamboo stem. There, he saw yet another wonder. At the center of the brilliance, a tiny human lay there, sleeping peacefully. The baby was only three inches in height, yet also exquisitely beautiful. You must be sent to be my child, for I find you here among the bamboos where I work day by day, said the old man, as he cradled the baby into his arms. He ran home in glee to tell his wife of what had just happened in the bamboo forest. When he arrived and showed the baby to his wife, the old woman gasped and looked at the baby 
with such admiration, smiling ear to ear with glassy eyes. The tiny baby girl was so exceedingly beautiful, but also so small, that the old woman put her into a basket to keep her safe from any chance of getting hurt. The old couple was now very happy, for it had been a lifelong regret that they had no children of their own. And with this newfound joy, they now showered all the love of their old age to this little child who had come to them in such a marvelous manner. From then on, the old man would often find gold in the notches of the bamboos when he pulled them down and cut them up to be sold. He found not only gold, but also precious stones, jades and rubies and sapphires of all the colors of the rainbow. With the money made from selling these treasures, the woodcutter was able to build a fine house for him, his wife, and a beautiful daughter. Soon, he was no longer known as the poor bamboo woodcutter, but as a wealthy man. Three months quickly passed, and the bamboo child had grown wonderfully into a lady herself. Her foster parents did up her hair and dressed her in beautiful kimonos. She was of such wondrous beauty that they placed her behind the screens like a princess and allowed no one to see her without their permission. It seemed as if she was made of light, for her presence made the nights just as bright as daytime. She seemed to spread joy on whoever sees her, as whenever the old man or his wife were feeling sad, they only had to gaze upon their foster daughter to banish their sorrow and regain their happiness. At last, the day came for the naming of their newfound child, and so the old couple called in a renowned name giver. The name giver gave her the name of Princess Moonlight because her body was glowing with so much bright light that she might have been a daughter of the moon god. For three days, the family celebrated with song and dance and music. All the friends and relatives of the old couple were present to enjoy themselves and the celebration of Princess Moonlight. Everyone who saw her declared that they have never been one so lovely and that every kind of beauty throughout the land would not compare to her. The fame of the princess loveliness spread far and wide and many were the suitors who desired to win her hand or even so much as to see her. Suitors from far and near gathered around the house in the hope of catching a glimpse of the princess as she went around daily. They stayed there day and night to achieve their slimmest hope of seeing her, but all fell in vain. Then they approached the house and tried to speak to the old man and his wife or some of the servants, but not even this 
has granted them their wish of seeing the princess. Still, in spite of all this disappointment, they stayed on day after day and night after night and counted it as nothing as long as they could fulfill their desire to see the princess in the flesh. As time goes and a princess have not showed herself, many of these men began to lose heart and hope and return to their homes. From those men, five knights remained in waiting for the princess, their determination only growing stronger from these obstacles. These five men even went without meals, just so that they would not miss a single moment of the princess. They stood there in all weathers, in sunshine and in rain. Sometimes they wrote letters to the princess, but no answer was ever given to them. They wrote poems to her, telling her of the hopeless love which kept them from sleep, food, rest, and even from their homes. Still, Princess Moonlight gave no sign of having received their verses. In this hopeless state, the winter passed. The cold winds melted into the gentle warmth of spring, and after that, the scorching sun rose in summer. And still, these faithful knights kept watch and waited. At the end of these long months, they called out to the old bamboo cutter and begged for his mercy to show them the princess. But he answered, that he could not go against his daughter's wishes, as he was only her foster parent. Upon receiving such a stern answer, the five knights returned to their homes and pondered on how to move the princess's heart so that she would be willing to see them. They prayed to the Buddha in their shrines to let their wishes come true. Even as they remained in their homes, they remained restless with their plans. So again, they set out for the bamboo cutter's house. This time, the old man came out to see the knights, and they asked him to let them know if the princess truly intended to not see any men. And they asked him, to tell the princess of what they have gone through out of their love for her. All they wanted, they say, was for the princess to speak to them. The old man listened to their tale of love, for deep in his heart, he felt sorry to these faithful suitors and would have liked to see his lovely daughter married to one of them. So he went to Princess Moonlight and said irreverently, my child, even with your heavenly origins, I have raised you as my own child under this roof. Would you refuse to do as I wish? Princess Moonlight replied that there was nothing she would not do for him, that she honored and loved him as her own father, and that she could not remember the time before she came to earth. 
old man listened with great joy as she spoke these dutiful words. He told her how anxious he was to see her happily and safely married before he died and to see his grandchild as an old man. Oh, why must I do this? said the princess in distress. I have no wish to marry now, father. When I found you, shrouded in the bright light that led me to you, answered the old man, since then I have always thought that you were more than a mortal woman. While I am alive, you may remain as you are, but when I die, who will protect you? Therefore, I pray you to meet these five brave men and to choose one of them to marry. The princess answered that she was sure she was not as beautiful as stories have made her be. And even if she agreed to marry any one of them, their hearts may change as they do not know her outside of her beauty. So even if her father told her that they were worthy knights, she remained unsure and did not feel that it was wise to see them. All you said is very reasonable, said the old man. But what kind of men will you consent to see? These five men who have waited for you are not half-hearted in their pursuit. They have stood outside this house through the winter and the summer, and they neither eat nor rest as long as they have not seen you. What more can you demand from them? Then Princess Moonlight said she must put their love into further trial before any of them could speak to her. The five warriors must prove their love by venturing to foreign lands and obtain the things she wants to possess.